It's the SeaWorld Splash Podcast, bringing you the latest news, rumors, and history from the SeaWorld Parks in Orlando, San Antonio, and San Diego. And now, here are your hosts, Joseph and Sheldon. Hello, and welcome to the SeaWorld Splash Podcast, episode 20. I'm your host, Joseph, along with Sheldon. What's happening, everybody? And today... We are here to kick off a new season of the Serum Splash Podcast. We forgot to, we for, or someone over here forgot the anniversary of the podcast. I wonder who that could be. Sheldon, do you know who that could be? Gee, um, the name just escapes me ever so slightly. Hmm. I know. So... Anyways, happy anniversary to the Sealed Splash Podcast. The anniversary of the Sealed Splash Podcast was on the 5th of this month. So anyways, we're gonna have a lot of news this month from Takara's Cat and a lot more. So let's put on those ponchos and get ready to be drenched. So, this past Wednesday... Takara just had her calf. The, both mom and calf are doing well, and well, we are excited that she had her calf. What are your thoughts on this new calf? Well, I must say I'm very excited about the new calf. It looks like it's doing well from the live stream. It's already nursing, and it looks really cool. And I still, to this day, do not believe this is the last calf. I will not lose that hope on that. Uh, really congratulations on Takara once again. Hopefully Takara and Kamei get to um, meet this little one pretty soon, hopefully in the next few weeks, probably. And hopefully, my first opinion for a name, if you guys are wondering, a name, I don't have a name picked out, but if it is a boy or girl, I do hope its name means something that means hope or faith, like keeping the faith at home. That, you know, that one day things will be back to normal for SeaWorld in a sense. And I'm just hopefully in the few coming days we find the sex. I'm, I kind of want to be a boy, but hey, no big deal. <laughs> boy or girl, I'll still be happy for it. But we'll see what happens in the future. What's your thoughts, Joseph? My thoughts, I'm excited that Takara had her calf. And I looked on the video SeaWorld posted on YouTube of when Takara went into labor, the behind-the-scenes labor video. And I was trying to look at the underside of the calf. You can kind of see it. I'm not saying what it could be, because I might be wrong. Spoilers. I know. Spoiler alert. (laughs) But, no, I'm not going to say anything yet. I want to see if I'm right first. So, yeah. We're going to leave it at that and how excited we are for Jakar and congratulations to San Antonio for their new addition. Now jumping over to Orlando, we have a lot of things from Orlando, like a new ride coming in 2018 called Infinity Falls. It is like Shipwreck Rapids in San Diego, only with a huge uh, drop. What are your yeah? What are your takes on this? Well. Personally, I'm not exactly thrilled because it will be taken away from the cafe 
some of you guys might go to Seward Orlando. It's going to be where that old cafe near the old Budweiser Fivedales used to live. Where that right near Shandy Stadium. I mean, I'm not a personal big fan of it, really. I mean, yes, it's a new ride, but personally, I, you know, I prefer something more, you know, useful, you know, more entertaining. It's a blue world, but I mean, that's just me. My personal opinion. You know, we're going to get that blue world project back. That would be nice. But I'll be hopefully coming out there in June or July to take a look at the construction and see what they'll look forward to. Also, we have the new Kraken Experience coming in 2018, I believe. Or this, wrong. Isn't it like this year? Or like this June? year? Excuse me, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. Chip, this ride will be coming. <coughs> this will be coming. This will be coming next year. Excuse me, 2018. Kraken Experience will be coming this year. I'm sorry about that. Pretty much going to be like a like a 3D experience roller coaster, I believe. I think they're going to just redo the Kraken. Like, you're still going to like go through Kraken, but maybe like have like a 3D simulator around you or glasses. I'm not sure. I'm not really big much of a roller coaster fan, so I will hopefully check it out uh, also this summer as well and see what's going to happen with that. <laughs> Definitely interesting. Um, what are your thoughts on it, Joseph? It's interesting how Orlando's getting a inner tube ride like San Diego that is like a rapid ride and then cracking the leashed and like virtual reality but we're going a little too far with virtual reality nowadays so we kind of need to lean off of that my personal take how about the dolphin nursery right well some of you may or may not know dolphin nursery is getting an update renovation um, they actually have little portfolios so you can actually see underwater. Um, I think it's going to be really cool. I think it's a time for an update. That pool's been around there for a very long time. Believe it or not, folks, you see the old uh, Dolphin Point area where you actually go meet the dolphins instead of the actual Dolphin Point, which is located uh, farther to your, uh, I believe, the west side of the park, near Turtle Trek and Blue Horizon. But yeah, it's going to be, I'm going to check that out as well. Look from the construction, what I've seen from, um, some other YouTube video from the Sky Tower. It looks like it's going to be a bit bigger, a bit deeper, underwater viewing-ish kind of. Not too much, but like a little porthole. So you'll actually probably be able to see the calves swimming underwater with their moms. That's when they pop up. But I'm not sure where those dolphins are right now. I'm assuming they're somewhere around Sea Rescue. Or they could be in Dolphin Point, 100% sure. I'll check that out as well. And I'll definitely be looking for CJ. I know a lot of you guys are really wanted to see him. Definitely going to try to get some pictures of CJ. And who, who, if you guys don't know who CJ is, he is our hybrid dolphin. Half common dolphin and half almost dolphin. His father's name is, as many of you might not know, Cooper. And his half-sister is Bullet. Bullet. <laughs> I just had yeah, to Yeah, Joseph's favorite. Uh, San, well, you San Diego people, you guys only know Bullet. Well, I'm hopefully going to see her half-brother, CJ. He looks pretty cool, so I'm going to try to catch that up as well. Got a lot of things going on. And isn't something else coming to Orlando too, Mr. Joseph? Or I'm sorry, is here that they're working on? If you do know the show. Yes, Ooh. Dolphin Days. Right. That is exciting. Uh, personally, I like San Diego's, but I will give Orlando's a chance. Uh, Please yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty cool, and it's. 
It's basically has its own twist from San Diego's. The endings are similar, but it has its own twist. What are your thoughts? Well, remember, each park is a little different, so each show's going to be a little different, you must say. Um, I am yet to see it in person, but from YouTube it does look pretty cool. I do like the ending with the dolphins jumping and the macaws flying over. They are still trying to keep the little blue eyes and stuff in, and I like that. It, I, it kind of feels like Key West Dolphin Fest a little bit, but like upgraded in a sense. Right, there's still some elements from Key West Dolphin Fest, so that's an older show if you guys don't know. Um, and a little bit of Blue Horizons, and it looks really cool. It's definitely entertaining. Music's pretty fun. So I'll definitely check that out as well. No sign of the pilot wells yet to show. I'm not sure they're going to make an appearance or not. Or, you know, what's going to happen. They might be still working on the, um, the show and training training sessions with that. Because it's still kind of a new show. But, yeah, it still looks pretty cool. Um, definitely some cool behaviors. Maybe they'll come up with some new behaviors. I, I probably will for this show as well. I definitely will see that and take my part of it. I'm not saying it's better than San Diego yet. But remember, San Diego had it earlier, so they've had a little bit more time to rehearse it. But, oh, yeah. And San Diego's not in the water with the pilot whales yet. I yet. keep hoping and praying that they're going to be back with Argo and Shadow in the water. Most likely. I'm not saying anything other than that, because it's not to be shared yet. <laughs> and, but, hopefully... Along with Dolphin Days, I do hope this also means maybe we might get Dolphin Island Christmas in Orlando. I, I would awesome. like to actually have that. Yes, I definitely like to have that come to Orlando because that would look like a pretty cool show. And I really like the music from that. And you know, hey, that might maybe even bring the dive team back for that. You never know with the hula dancers. We gotta wait and see. But that's that's my personal. I would like to have Dolphin Days come as well. And you know, I know everyone's very sad with Rising left, but you know. We still have the animals, we still have the trainers, you know. We need to be supportive of them as well. This is not an easy time for them as well, but, you know, they're doing the best they can at the moment. But, overall, not a bad show, I'll give it a try for now. Yes. Now, moving on to Species Highlight. What's today's Species Highlight? And now... Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Species Highlights, the part of the show where I explain to you about third species, its relatives, and where they come from. Sit back and enjoy. Well, today, folks, we're going to do something special. Today is going to be two species, rhinos and giraffes. And today I have my assistant, Mr. Joseph, to help me out today on Species Highlights. We're going to do a few facts and information on rhinos and giraffes you may know or you may not have even known. So, as you might have seen, many of you, a very famous giraffe on YouTube and social media has given birth to Miss April herself and Oliver, are the proud parents of a young male giraffe. Don't know the name yet. Hopefully it's something going to be good. And Joseph, what was the name that you had in mind for this young little boy? Titan. Right, right, right. And do tell us, how tall do giraffes get? And what, what do you know about them, Obi? Do tell Female giraffes can get around 16 feet tall. Male giraffes can get around 20 feet tall. Very good, boy. And for all you don't know, a group of giraffes is called a 
tower, not the head, the tower. And they have 18 inch long tongues that are used to grab leaves from tall branches and it's prehensile. And you might have seen it off, the tongue is black. Do any of you guys know why the tongue is black? <laughs> any questions? Anybody know? Anyone? Oh, yes, Mr. Yes. The reason their tongue is that color is to protect it from getting sunburned. Right. Because of the sun. Because the tongue is out in the sun most of the time while they're eating. And you don't want that to get burned. Shoot. If it made you guys have burnt your tongue on hot food, think of that. Next time you eat. <laughs> Must be terrible. Now, what's another important thing about giraffes? Especially because of the sleep pattern of this Joseph. Could you tell us that, oh boy? They sleep up to a minute in a day. Not quite, oh boy. More like 20 minutes a day. <laughs> because giraffes, you see, most giraffes, all giraffes usually take about one minute naps a day throughout the day. And averages about 20 minutes. And usually that's spent sleeping, standing up. They're actually too big and too heavy to lie down for long periods of time. And of course, when you're on the ground, you make yourself vulnerable to predators. So, giraffes usually take short little cat naps, you could say, throughout the day. Smashing! And there's a little... comfortable standing up. Well, you would think that those long legs could support that, t that one-ton body easily. <laughs> In fact, the giraffe's legs are a lot longer than its neck. Which reminds me, class. How many... How, how many bones are actually in a giraffe's neck? Is it A, 20, B, 60, C, 7, or D, 18? What do you guys think? Any guesses? Seven. Mr. Loft, Mr. Joseph? Seven. Well, you're absolutely correct. Yes, giraffes have seven neck bones, the same as we do. And they're each about a foot and a half long. So. You and a giraffe have the same amount of neck bones, except theirs are much, much longer and much bigger. Obvious reasons, they can reach up into the trees and browse. Now, class, oh dear, on to the next species today. One of my favorites is the third, it's the second largest land animal on the earth. It can run up to speeds of the 40 miles per hour and weigh nearly 5,000 pounds, some of them. We're talking about Mr. Joseph. Rhinos. Very good. Very good. <coughs> Everyone's seen a rhino, uh, hopefully in a zoo or in the wild or on a planet, I hope. <coughs> How many species of rhino are there? There are five species of rhino. Right. The white rhino, the black rhino, the Indian rhino, the Javan rhino, and the Sumatran rhino. Now, as many of you guys probably will guess, all rhinos are endangered. Some are incredibly endangered, especially Sumatran and the Javan rhino, whose populations are less than 100. And why is this just? Why are these species so critically endangered? Due to hunting and habitat loss. Right. For that very thing on the tip of their noses. That horn, which is made of? Keratin. Yes. Same thing as your hand fingernail. Unfortunately, many countries in Asia believe that the rhino horn contains medicinal purposes that could cure cancer or anything. And really, it's just the same thing as your hand fingernail, as just said. So it really has no medical value at all. 
The normal use for a rhino horn is for a rhino. <laughs> as sadly, as many of you might have known, like Nola, who passed away, the Nola white rhino, there's only three of them left in the world. Or was it four? I gotta double check that, my bad. <laughs> all because of poaching. As many rhinos, all rhinos face the same threat of poaching and other hunting. It's a sad fact, but it is what the world has come to. Let's learn a little bit more about our rhino friends, shall we? This is Joseph. Now, you've seen rhinos hanging out in the mud, I assume, and playing around in the water. Yes. Ah, here's a million dollar question. What do you call that place? A wallow. Right. A wallow is a, a place that's very muddy where elephants, rhinos, hippos, warthogs, and other creatures come to wallow and crawl around in, in the mud and the dirt. Why do they do this? To protect their skin, of course. Even though rhino's skin can be a couple inches thick, it's still susceptible to sunburn and bug bites. This mud bakes in the sun and acts like a sunscreen protector. Very useful. Another thing about rhinos is their group. What is a group called? Unless I answered that already. A crash. Right. Not a herd, a crash. So let's just say you don't want to get in the middle of a herd, the middle of a group of rhinos, because you could have a serious crash on your hands. Oh, oh. Oh, sorry, old human there. Sorry, class. <clears throat> but yes. Now, all of you are probably questioning, what is a Sumatran or Javan rhino or an Indian rhino? You guys have probably seen the standard white rhino and black rhino, I assume. Two horns, grayish skin, right? <laughs> I'll talk a bit more about the more lesser known, more critically endangered rhinos of Asia. Now, the Indian rhino, or the great old one-horned rhino, only lives in the forests of India and is critically endangered as well. These rhinos are the tallest species of rhino. At about six and a half feet tall at the shoulder, the male can easily weigh over 5,000 pounds and charge you with speed close to 40 miles an hour. And they have that armor-like skin that unfolds, but they are but they're pretty tough. Most things won't bother them. The only predator of a rhino would be a baby rhino being attacked by tigers. Other than that, they're only a Real threat is humans, of course. And the Sumatran rhino, that used, like the ones that used to live in Tiffany Zoo, have hair on their bodies. Joseph, why do you think they still have the hair on their bodies and look like they do in the rainforest? To protect them from the sun? Well, not necessarily. It was kind of a trick question. It's kind of difficult. You see, the Sumatran rhino, is actually a very close relative of the woolly rhinoceros. They're an ancient species, the, the Sumatran rhino, and still have that characteristic shaggy fur on their bodies. They're not quite as hairy as you say a woolly rhino would be, but they still hold on to that slight little gene that gives hair. Very interesting. And of course, the Javan rhino, this is pretty similar to the Indian rhino, but there's only about 50 left in the world. They're very incredibly dangerous. Only found on the island of Javan in two small forest ranges. Seriously endangered. Now, here's a quick, here's a trick question for you all. Mr. Joseph's gonna help me with this one. Now, the black and white rhino. What's the difference between the two? If you've seen them, they probably look the same, but how do you really tell them apart? They're... 
I say they're lips. And I say, by George, he's got it. Huh, you're right. Black rhinos, often known as the hook no hook lip rhino, because the lip has a, like a prehensile tip used for browsing. And the white rhino actually has a mispronunciation of the Dutch word white, which means wide lip. They're sometimes called square lip rhinos because white rhinos graze on the plain and black rhinos afford to browse on the bushes. And not to mention, the white rhino is also about is also bigger than the black rhino. And the white rhino is more social. Black rhino solitary. Now you all know a little bit more about rhinos and giraffes. And this concludes our species highlight for the day. We hope you've enjoyed. If you have any more requests for species highlight or certain animals you have to highlight on us, please let us know. And I'll leave you with this quick quiz and animal fact. What is the giraffe's only living relative on the planet? Is it A, horses, B, a gazelle, C, a tapir, or D, your copy? The answer will come up at the end of this episode. Thank you, and have a whale of a day. Thank you for that species highlight, guys. That was awesome. Alright, now, something that is happening right now in Orlando that will be happening in San Diego is Seven Cities Food Fest. That is a fest where you can try foods from around the world. Yes, I said it, folks, around the world. So Yum, yum. I know, that sounds good. So, check out their menu on select weekends for San Diego this month and next month. And now, moving on to San Antonio. Again, San Antonio. Woohoo! Back in San Antonio. Wow, it's hot over here in San Antonio. What ride is going in San Antonio? That you might be wondering why we're in San Antonio again? Well, that is called the Wavebreaker. So far, they have the boats, I guess you could say. For, or the jet skis. The jet skis, I'm sorry. The jet skis, they have the jet skis for the tracks. And that will be going in soon. Once the ride is complete. And we have seen pictures of that. <coughs> and then sneak peek of the Ocean Explorer. Um, the Ocean Explorer uh, miniature sub. So that's going to be coming out. So yeah, check out Weightbreaker and uh, Ocean Explorer. I think Wavebreaker opens in 2018? And Ocean Explorer this summer, uh, same as Orca Encounters. So check out Ocean Explorer. And then, let's see, April's Cap. What was your reaction to April's Cap? <clears throat> well, mine was, here's what got me. Everyone was getting so anticipated about this birth and getting so... A little bit impatient, I would say. And in fact, my mind, I thought, well, she's just not ready yet. I'll see signs of it. And, you know, if, if all you mothers are maybe listening out there, you'll know when the baby's ready to come out. Trust me. You'll know. Only you know. Doesn't care what the doctor says. 
doesn't care what your husband says, doesn't care what other people have babies say. Only you can know it, because, well, you're the one carrying the, uh, carrying the pot, the pie in the oven, let's say that. <laughs> but when she did finally get into labor, I was, I was very excited, because, I haven't really, well, I've never really witnessed giraffe birth in person, but it's still something very interesting to think about. You know, that baby has to, has a six-foot drop, and then it'll be standing moments after birth. It's just really fascinating. I was also interested that Oliver, the dad, was actually very interested in the calf when it was first standing. I was kind of surprised. I was like, okay. I thought Oliver would be a little more standoffish. He was actually, shoot, he was excited. He was like, hey, what's that on the ground? Looks like me, but like tiny. <laughs> I was very excited, very relieved. <laughs> I was getting a little worried at first that maybe the calf wasn't going to come, but the night before, I will say I was watching the cam when April was pacing around the lot. And look, when there's a lot of kicking, I was like, I wonder if she's really ready. And the next morning, bam, there's hooves out there. And it's like, yep, it's time. <laughs> but, you, do you remember hmm? how impatient I was getting? Oh, <laughs> oh, it was, uh, let's just say, our dear friend, the host, Joseph, was getting, as you Americans would say, wedded. But he was right, we were right on time. We both actually watched the birth that morning. <laughs> yes, that was yeah, actually was pretty a... fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you, 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 you can tell the reaction when you actually saw the cat hit the ground. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that one was funny. <laughs> and for all you are wondering why they're going to separate the calf at 14 months old, well, let's do some math Yeah. <laughs> Now remember, Oliver, the cast father, is five years old. Five years old. And he's already a lot bigger than April. And this calf has, in the next year, so will definitely grow a lot bigger than it is right now. Now I know 14 months might not seem like a long time and it seems short, but remember guys, giraffes in Africa have to do one, to do a couple things in order to reach as big as a giraffe. One, grow up. Two, survive. <laughs> Remember, baby giraffes, when they are born, are vulnerable to predators. Moms are good at protecting their calves, but there's a 50% death mortality of, of calves due to predators. Lions, leopards, hyenas will catch a baby giraffe if the mother is not, not on her guard. So, a baby has to pretty much grow up quick and learn how to survive quick. So, I... I'm not surprised. The zoo is actually doing what they're supposed to do in the wild. <laughs> Believe it or not, guys, that giraffe would, um, that baby giraffe will get sustainably bigger by the time they're separated from its mother. So that's something to keep in mind. So don't worry, the mother and calf aren't being separated at a young age, or this is cruelty. No, this is nature. We have to understand something. Humans and animals, we raise our babies a lot differently sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's similar, but something we don't understand is something natural in nature. But yes, yeah, so I'm really glad that the cast is out. Hopefully, they'll have a name soon. I know it's a boy, and we'll see how this cast goes, and hopefully they'll bring that cam back, because today is the last day to see the draft cam, and still it goes up at 4.30 Eastern time. Eastern time, excuse me. But yeah, so hopefully Wait, that little one... Oh, yeah, so, for all you don't know, on the news, they'd last, today is the last day to see April, Oliver, and this little boy. The KM goes down 4.30 Eastern Time. 
No! Yes, I'm sorry, everybody. If you want to see the cast, you probably have to actually go visit the um, park in New York. Or hopefully catch up videos on YouTube or any updates they give us. But yes, this this will unfortunately be the last day to see our young our young boy. So, but hopefully they'll give us updates. They'll give us updates. But yes, today's the last day to see the last camp. I'm sure they'll give us updates. Oh yes, of course. And like I said, next time you see their cap next year, check its size. It's going to be a lot bigger. All right. So, congratulations to April as well. And, last but not least, moving on to San Diego. I don't know why I put San Diego last, but oh well. <laughs> so, San Diego. Construction update on Shamu Stadium. I, the host, have been seeing the screens go into... Or, I shouldn't say screens. I should say they're one huge screen go into Shamu Stadium. It is pretty big. And, wow. <laughs> I can't wait to see what it looks like. I'm, I'm still kind of not a big fan of what's going on. I would like Blue World. But, you know, I will give Work Encounters a chance. And I will see how they do this show and apparently there's some behaviors in there that are going to showcase the killer whales and how they hunt fish. What are your takes on this? Well, I mean, yes, I'm not quite a fan of this new change and stuff and, and no Blue Rope Project, but I am, let's just say, preparing myself for what's to come. Being in Orlando, Floridian, I'm we are next in line for this show, so I'm glad you gave us an update what's to come. Hmm. Yes, so I will be keeping ears and eyes out. And if you have not gone to All Day Orca Play, pick up your Orca cards. They've had Collect all of it today. Huh? They've had Corky, Kasaka, Orchid, Ulysses, and this week is Keats. Stay tuned to find out which whales next week. Collect all eleven in your your local SeaWorld. Thank you. Beep. <laughs> yes. And also some sad news from San Diego. Uh, their polar bear Senja passed away recently. We are deeply saddened to hear about this passing and uh besides san diego having senja they also have another polar bear snowflake who is at a zoo for breeding purposes so this could have an effect on snowflake because that was snowflake's longtime friend so we are deeply saddened on this loss. Uh, any any thoughts that you want to share? Well, I can definitely understand what San Diego's going through. When we lost Johnny in Orlando, that was kind of sad for me because I had seen Johnny ever since I was 
young first one to see Rose back in the day. And it's sad when an animal goes. You know, she will gave all their polar bears the best care possible. I am hopefully excited for looking more forward to the future. I am sad that the polar bear has passed away, but I am also looking forward to the future of hopefully if Snowflake, who's on a breeding loan, might come back and, you know, have a cub and produce the next generation to continue, because we're all about continuing, keeping things going. Life and death are unfortunately a part of our world, and it's sad, but we must take the good with the bad sometimes. But we'll be praying for Seawood San Diego in this tough time, and we have our full support on all this. And as many of you might know or not know, polar bears are hard to breed. So well, most bears are. Yeah. So let's. And is enough of them. Yeah. So let's pray for San Diego in this tough time, and hopefully, Snowflake comes back and can produce a calf. Or a cub, I should say. <laughs> I have calves on my mind. <laughs> I think we all got we all have a calf fever at the moment. Yes. Me especially. <laughs> and I think we have a surprise this summer, am I right? What? Surprise? I think what? we do. What kind Why, of yeah. what kind of surprise? Well, I think it's one that I think one of us has definitely anticipated for quite a while, but for sure. Let's see. What is this surprise? I think let's have the honors, Joseph. Drum roll, please. And surprise. The prize is... Surprise time. Traveling! <laughs> to where? Florida. Orlando. Hey, what? What? Where did that come from? Yes, I'm going to be making my way to the Orlando Park and seeing everything out there, like Bush Gardens. Uh, let's see, what else am I going to be seeing again? Our Park Zoo and Sea Road, Orlando, Florida. And that will be happening this summer, so... Stay tuned for some surprises from that. And hopefully have some highlights on Bush Gardens for all you Bush Gardens fans out there. And maybe even some live episodes while I'm out there. That'd be cool. Perhaps some shows, you mean? Some live show recordings? Yes. Ooh. And maybe, I said the one ocean and a dolphin days. I know. And maybe... Have some in-park episodes. I don't know. And loud tonight. Yeah, there's like some... There's some things that we're going to be doing. Whoop, whoop. So yeah, look out for that this summer. So let's watch out for that on Facebook and all that. And as always, we thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, or want to share your serial stories, you can call or text our number, 407-900-5309. Or you can email us at zerosplashteam at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash zerosplashpodcast. Follow us on Twitter at zerosplash, as well as Instagram at zerosplash. 
Don't forget to check out our website, www.seaworldsplash.com. You can also check us out on iTunes at SeaWorld Splash. And from all of us here on the SeaWorld Splash team, we thank you for joining us. And hope you join us for the next amazing podcast to come. Splash you later. Take care, guys, and have a whale of a day. And oh, I almost forgot. Did you get the right answer to our species highlight question? What is the only living relative of the giraffe? If you answered Okapi, you, my friend, are correct. Okapi is the only living relative of the giraffe. Found in the Congo forest, an endangered species with stripes on its back, on its legs. It looks like a deer, but it's completely related to the giraffe. Thank you, and enjoy. Yes, and don't forget, if you have any suggestions for a species highlight, give us a call, text, or email. Splash you later, guys. Take care, guys. Remember, if you want to share any of your favorite SeaWorld stories or memories, please call or text the SeaWorld Splash Team, 407-900-5309. Once again, that number is 407-900-5309. Or email us at SeaWorldSplashTeam at gmail.com. Thank you, and we'll splash you later.